Soita, Dafyud Gimalamid Bayes, page thirteen, side B. That Kiyam Zed, that Yosef fulfilled, Kol Masha Kosuf Bazeh, everything that's written in the uh, tablets of the covenant, Luchas Abris, and therefore it is fitting that they should carry the coffin next to and uh, the side of the Aren Abris. We learned in the Mishnah that Moshe is the one that occupied himself by bringing up the coffin of Yosef. So the Gemara asks, and if Moshe would not have occupied himself to bring up Yosef's bones, so then the Jews would not have occupied themselves. Weren't they worried to uh, uh, fulfill the promise that Yosef swore, make them swear? But it's written after Moshe's death, Yosef, Asher helu bnei Yisroel mimitzrayim kavu b'shchem. The bones of Yosef that the bnei Yisroel brought up from Egypt, they buried in Shechem. So it's uh, explained, and uh, that all of the Jewish people occupied themselves with Yosef's coffin and buried him. So why is his burial only uh, called Atzmeis Yosef? What is it called that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, buried him? The Sue and another question. Why did the Bnei Yosef allow that the Bnei Yisrael should bury him? Uh, if the general Jewish community uh, would not occupy themselves, his own sons, Yosef's descendants, would not occupy to bury him? Wasn't he special uh, to them? In the Apostolic, further on, Yeshua, it says, Yosef and that they buried uh, Yosef into in, in their in their um, in their portion. So he was uh, dear to them, was special to them. So why did they not occupy themselves with his burial? And the Gemara answers about the last question. Amru, the Bnei Yosef said amongst themselves, Hanichu loy. Let our father, let our father uh, Yosef. Uh, and let all the Bnei Yisrael occupy themselves because it's a greater honor that in his burial all Bnei Yisrael should be involved, which are many, more than just his sons, which are fewer. The Su, and further on the first question that when Moshe Rabbeinu was alive, Amru then the Bnei Yisrael said, Hanichuloi allow Yosef that he should occupy himself with Moshe's burial because it is more honorable for Yosef that the burial should be occupied, who should occupy his burial, uh, greater people like Moshe Rabbeinu, who is greater than us, than all ordinary Jews should occupy themselves. In the Pasuk it says, that the bones of Yosef, that the Yisrael brought Mitzrayim, the Pasuk says they're They buried it in Shechem. So the Gemara asks, why, uh, why is this different? Why, I mean, why, why specifically bury in Bishchem? Why why Shechem specifically? Because they stole uh, him from Shechem when they sold him to the Yishmaelim. Because in the Pasuk it says, Yaakov sent uh, to his brothers who were Royim uh, Bishchem, they were pastoring Shechem. So that's why the Jew says, Nagzir uh, And to Shechem we're going to bring back 
what was lost, uh, his loss. In other words, they're going to bring him back to bury over there. So the Gemara asks, There's a contradiction, a seemingly contradiction between verses one and another. In one passage it says, that Moshe took Yosef's bones with him. So that is that Moshe is the one that occupied himself by bringing up during the 40 years of that he was uh, in the Midbar Uksiv, but in another passage it says, that means that all the Jews brought him up. One who does an item and he doesn't finish it, and then somebody else comes and finishes it, so then the passage considers the one who finishes as if he did the whole thing. Nabalazar says, That means we bring down one who starts and doesn't complete from his greatness. Because it's written with regards to Yehuda after the sale of Yosef, it says, That at that time Yehuda descended. And the descent means that he descended from his greatness because since he began by saving Yosef, and he says to his brothers, what money is there that we will kill our brothers? will cover his blood, so he should have completed, and totally saved him from his brother's hands, and given back to his father. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmoni Omar, Rabbi Shmuel Nachmoni says that the punishment of the one who begins and doesn't finish, is more serious. Af koiver he also buries his wife and his sons during his lifetime. Dixiv, but Thomas Bas Shua ishes Yehuda that first the wife of the daughter of Shua, Yehuda's wife dies. Oksiva yavos and then his sons died. So we see for not finishing the job. Omar Yehuda Omar Rav, Yehuda says the name of Rav. Neiman Nikra Yosef atzomis bechayim. Why was Yosef called Bones during his lifetime? Because when he was instructing his brothers to bring up his bones from Egypt, he said, Valisem es atzmoisa, bring up my bones, but he was still alive. Mipnei, so he was called atzmoisa, lemicho bichvoid aviv. Because he did not protest the honor of his fathers. Because they would say to him, the brothers were saying to him when they went to Mitzrayim, Avdecha Avinu, your servant, our father. They were referring to their father, Yaakov. And they called him the servant of uh, of Yosef. Yosef unbeknownst to them that Yosef was their, was their brother. But he didn't say to them nothing. He did not protest that they called Yaakov a slave. And Rabbi Yudu said, Rabbi Yudu said, why, for what reason did Yosef die before his brothers? Because he conducted himself as a ruler in the Rabonus. Uh, Rabonus dies if you do these things. Uh, you know, I guess you die from aggravation. But Rabonus. Yosef Horad Yosef descended in Israel. Amr Abel Lazar, Rasul Rabel Lazar, Al-Tikra Hurad, don't read it, Hurad was Rodan Elohoirid. Yosef brought down, Shehoirid, it's Tagninim Parai Migdulosam, that he 
brought down the stargazers of Pari from the greats because they did not know how to resolve the dream of Pari like him. So Yosef Hoyedin Israel, he brought them down. Further it says by Ikneu Petifar Siris Pari that Petifar the officer of Pari bought him. Omarav Sheknoi La Atzmai that Petifar bought Yosef because of his beauty for himself for Mishkav Zohar. Bo Gavriel Vesirsoi so Gavriel came Vesirsoi or Bo Gavriel Upeire more and more than just regular Sirus modern. Because the, the proof for this is Mikora Kusiv Petifar, first it's Petifar Lubasoif, in the end, the Parsha, following Parsha, there's an additional ayin, it's called Petifera, and that is because he became a source. And that was done by the mother of Gabriel. By Gabriel. Our Mishnah will learn Milonu Godel Memoshi, who's greater than Moshe Vachulum. The Gemara uh, expounds now on the Psukim which are written with regards to Moshe's death. It says in the positive, Hashem says, enough to you, don't speak to me anymore about this matter. Omar Abelevi, that says it Abelevi. This language that he said, Rav Loch is coming to uh, expound that since at the time of the Machlekes of Kairach and his group, but Rav Biser, he answered them with the language of Rav, Rav Lacham Bnei Levi over there, he says, so that's why also he was punished with Berav Bisruhu. They also uh, notified him with the lotion of Rav. The one explains. Berav Biser, with Rav he notified, he answered them when Kairach says, to, when Moshe says to Kairach and his group, Rav Lacham Bnei Levi, he says, enough to you Bnei Levi. In other words, it's sufficient to you with what you have. And since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is uh, punctual with tzaddikim like a strand of a here, meaning exactly with them, anything that they may do wrong, even a drop, Hashem counts it. So he was also punished with that same language, Rav Bisruhu. That's why they also told him Rav, and that's why Velochein, and therefore it was said to him, Rav Loch, a lot to you, meaning don't ask anymore. Dabar Achar. In another way, we will explain the language of Rav Loch. Uh, means Rav Yesh Loch. Uh, there is a uh, time that has been uh, uh, for you to become uh, a king. Umano. There's a the Rav Loch. There is a king to you. Who is this? Who is that Rav? Yeshua. And that's why your time to leave this world has arrived because one kingdom cannot touch in the kingdom of, of another one even as the are here even Kim and that's why he's saying to him Rav Loch there is a Rav to you there is another Malchus that is waiting another Pshat Rav Loch comes from language sufficient to you Hashem asked him not to pray anymore not to ask anymore because the people that see shouldn't say Rav Kamakosha, how difficult God is that He doesn't listen to His students. The Talmud Kama Sarvan. And they shouldn't say about Moshe, the student, how much of a pest, how much of a uh, insistent He is more than the measure. And so much why. Why, why in truth did Moshe Rabbeinu's prayer not, had not been accepted? He wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael. 
the Gemara answers according to the power of the Gomel, according to the power of the Gomel, of the camel, you increase the load. This is an example, this is a Moshal, a parable, that also here, according to the greatness of Moshe, he was very much looked after, and even a small thing was considered as an error. He says, I'm 120 years today, and he continues, cannot go in and out. You will not cross over this joint. So the Gemara learns now, after it says already that he's 120 years old, he shouldn't have said, the positive didn't have to say, could it just be Mezim Shonanich? But it is to learn from it. That today my days and years have been fulfilled. That he became 120. In other words, that is the day that he was born. To teach you that the Holy One, blessed be Hashem, he fulfills the entire years of the tzaddikim. From day to day, from month to month, that even at the same day, gives them a full time to live so that they die in the same day. That they die from the world in the same day, in the same month that they were born. As the verse states, the numbers of your days I will fill. Gemara expounds what does it mean, what is the meaning, my to go and to come. If you're going to say that it means that he became weak and he's not physically able, mamish can go in and out, but that can be voksi because the verse states he was 120 years when he died. It says that his uh, it wouldn't um, uh, the, the moisture uh, did not leave him, uh, so it means that he had his power till the end and he was still strong. Even there's another verse of Yal Mish Marvus that he went up from the plains of Mohtaman Nevoi, the Tanya within the Braisa, that Shtemesi Mailus Hoyusham, that there were twelve steps in Arvis Moyev, Upson Moshe Bsiachas, and Moshe stepped them all with one step up to Harnevoi. So we see that he did have Koyach, he did have the power with him. But what does it mean when it says Lukhalay Losis Vilavai Omar Rabshmuvanachmani said Rabshmuvanachmani Omar Rabbi in the name of the Yerubinson, Lotsis Vilavai Bidivre Toyda. What he says is the words of Toyda. Malamach in his statmu menashari chokhmah. This teaches us that the gates of wisdom have been blocked from him and he could not learn Torah any further. So Moshe and Yeshua went and they stood in the tent of meeting. Tana, we learned, that Shabbos that Moshe died, it was of two couples. Shabbos, two, of two pairs. There were two of them. It was in the beginning of the day, it was Moshe, and. Uh, and that Shabbos, was taken permission from this one, from Moshe. He was removed from permission, and was given over to Yeshua, that Yeshua became the leader. Had it not been for the verse that follows, with regards to Moshe's burial, Kosuv, had it not been written so in the Torah, it would be impossible to say it of ourselves. And the Gemara explains, Where did Moshe die? 
on the other side of the Yarden, which is Bechalkesh Ruvin, on the portion of Ruvin, the Ksiv, because it says in the Pasik, the following Vayal Moshe Ma'arvas Moyeval Harnevoy. Moshe went from the plains of Moiv to Mount Nevoy. Unevoy Bechalkesh Ruvin Kaima. And Nevoy is in the portion of Ruvin, the Ksiv, because it's written of Nadir Ruvin, Bonu Vegoimeves Nevoy. And and it's called Nevoi also because Shishon Meisu Gimel Nevim Moshe Lad Nemirim the three prophets Moshe and Aaron Nevoi so Nevoi was Nevoa Moshe and Aaron Nemirim died over there so we see that his death was in the portion of Ruin the Eichin Moshe cover where is Moshe buried on the other side of the Yarden the Chelkish of God in the portion of God Iksiv Vayar Reishis Loi Kishom Chalkas Mechaykik Sofen. There is the section where the Mechaykik, which is Moshe Rabbeinu Sofen, is hidden. The Goyim Moshe is hidden in the portion of God. This is a portion of God of God. Kisham for there in the portion of God. Chalkas Mechaykik Sofen. The portion of the Mechaykik of the one who inscribed the Torah, written the Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu is hidden. The Goyim. So we see that he was buried in God. Umechel Kisham Ruvenat Chalkasul God Kam Havi. From the section of Ruven, from the Harnevoi where he died, till the section of God where he was buried, how far was it? Arba million, four million. So the Gemara asks, Oisun Arba million, those four million that is from Ruven's uh, portion to the section of God, who led him there? But the Jews did not occupy themselves with his burial. Malamid, this teaches us, Moshe Mutl Moshe was lying in the wings of the divine. And the Shekhinah, the Divine, moved him from the portion of Ruven to the portion of God, the formula. And that is something that had it not been evident from the Psukim, it would be impossible for us to come up and say this on our own. The Gemara says, And the angels that serve say in their eulogy of Moshe, that about him it's written, That the justice of Hashem he made, and his laws with Yisrael. Um, the Moshe Rabbeinu was, uh, did the Tzitkes Hashem, and he judged the Yisrael, and what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu say about Moshe after his death? Mi yokum li im mireim. Who is going to stand up for me now with those who do bad? Who's going to stand with me with those who act uh, with, uh, with oven? So in other words, now that Moshe Rabbein is not there, who's going to be there to deal with this Reim and this Poyle Oven? To rebuke them in, in, for Hashem. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel said that this is what Hashem eulogized them. Mi ke'achachem umi yedei pesher dover. Who is like wise, who can, like Moshe Rabbein, who is able to compromise and find a compromise between them and their Father in Heaven? Like, who could do it like Moshe Rabbein? Rabbi Yechon said that they... HaKadosh Baruch Hu eulogized him by saying that wisdom from Ayin will be found that after his death of Moshe and Rav Nachman Omar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says that Hashem's eulogy was when he said so that Moshe's death is a great uh, uh, loss for his generation Samalyun, that's the name of a rabbi, Omar, he says that Hashem's eulogy was when he said, Vayomos Shom Moshe. 
Moshe died there. Because Safra Rabbi the Yisrael, who was Moshe, who was a great scribe of Israel. Further, they expounded on this Tanya Rabbelezer God Leimer. We learn the price of Rabbelezer the Great says the uh, amount of the voice that was heard when Moshe Rabbeinu died, passed away, was Shneim Osir Mil, Mil, 12 Mil, 12 Mil, which is Keneged, which is the amount of the Machni Yisrael, the measure of the camp, Jewish camp. And the Basko Mashmiya Ra'imer, and the voice came out and was uh, proclaiming and saying, Vayamas Moshe, Safro Rabadi Yisrael, Moshe, the great scribe of the Jews, died. Yesh Emrim, and as those that say, Lemes Moshe, that Moshe at all didn't die, but he went up with his body to the heaven like Elio. And they proved this, Midiksiv Hocha, since it says, Vayamas Shom, that he died, Dirksiv Hosom, with regards to the. 40 days that it was in Shemayim, where he Shomim Hashem, that it was with Hashem. They learned Malahal, and just like in those 40 days, Moshe, even the Meshamish, he was standing and serving before Hashem, Afkan also, when he went up to the mountain, Moshe didn't die, but even the Meshamish, he stands and serves for Hashem. Further, the Bashan about the Pasuk, Vayigbar Oisu Bagai, that it's Moya Mubeis Pa'ir, they buried him the guy in the land of Moya, the opposite base Pa'ir, Omar Abrechia, so Rebbecha says, in this Pasuk, uh, it was said, uh, many signs where it is. The burial of Moshe was in the Gai, in the land of Moyov, and and still says, that nobody knows where he was buried. And already it happened at one time, the evil kingdom of Rome is sent by the 